0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this segment, It Happened to Me. Why I created this is I want you to know you're not alone. When we're with a difficult or disturbing or a toxic person, we get kind of isolated In my terms, they do a good job of culling us from the herd to make us feel like we don't count, that we're off stuck in a corner somewhere. And I want you to know you're so not. You're so not. So I created this feature, It Happened to Me. And today my guest is Dr. Gary Salyer. It happened to him. So Gary, tell us something about your story and how it happened to you.
1: Well, I think what I'd like to share is, you know, I've told people before, it's in the book and everything that, you know, I had this borderline mother and she was very violent. Uh, My first memory is jumping up and down on a bed and saying no. And, you know, there's no headlines tomorrow in the San Francisco Chronicle. are going to say two-year-old says no. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's not, you're going to see that. But it was for my mother and she slapped me as hard as she could. I actually careened off a bedpost. I had those bedposts and I hit a wall about five points. Uh, feet up the wall, and I remember thinking, I'll never say no again. Mm. Now, later on, this is the sort of catch 22 that you get when you're borderlines. And there's a, and this time my identity got involved because a two year old doesn't have any identity. But this one was I began to define me, the abuse began to define who I was. It was in second grade, uh, no, it was in third grade. And I was, I was, I came up from school at the beginning and I was talking about two girls who were really, really, really good at math and they were the math tutors. And I was a science tutor for Mrs. Graham, right? And they were African-American and we called them colored people at that time. And I said, and we've got these two colored girls. And my mother, who was extremely prejudiced, turned to me and says, Gary, in my house, you call them niggers. You got that straight? Now, if that word offends you, especially if you're African American, I apologize. But that's this is what I was dealing with. And I remember thinking, Mom must be having a bad day. Everybody knows you don't call black people that. So I, I kind of passed it off. Well, three weeks later, I come home and I begin to talk about Diane and Teresa again, and I call and I use the word "colored," and she goes, "You will call them," and she uses the N word. And she literally throws me over the kitchen table, grabs one of the kitchen table's uh, chairs and begins to beat me saying, you will call them. And she hit me five times in the middle. And I remember being in a turtle position and I thought she broke my ribs and she's screaming. But down there, some part of me said, this is so wrong. It's so unfair. And I made a decision. What I said was, You can bend me, old woman, but you will never break me. Now, there was an, and at that point in time, I decided she could not have my soul, which was the really, really wonderful, good, and redeeming thing. However, years later, when I tell this to my therapist, they listen, and then they say to me, after I get to that, I said, that was the place I defined myself. I got all my determination to get to be a PhD. I got all of my drive. Nobody could break me. And then they said, so what's it like going through the rest of your life battle back over backwards? That was the downside of the upside. <laughs> and I realized, oh, my God, I had lost my right to assert it could only be turned inward It could only, as, as a stubborn rebellion. Mm-hmm. Now, it's reclaiming that will. Now, to some extent, I did <laughs> because in high school, when I got a little bigger, uh, I read every book by Martin Luther King, and I made sure she saw it. And, and we got into these. Now, the funny thing was, is we got into these, you, you be, it's, uh, reclaiming your voice from that two-year-old to that seven-year-old was a process. That was my first. Just passive-aggressively, I'm going to read Martin Luther King. And then we got into these arguments. And the funny thing was, is you can't win these arguments with somebody like that. What reason didn't put into a person, reason won't take out. We got to the same place. And what she would say to me is, after I had thoroughly intellectual her was, well, if there's any niggers in heaven, I don't want to be there. What do you think about that, Mr. Smarty-Cats, Mr. Going to College? At one point, I got wise enough to say, this is stupid on my part. I will not do this. Years later, though, when I'm 25 and I've got a master's degree, uh, I'm at a family reunion and all the family are there. I stop in for a couple hours, and she goes on about this. And I figure this time I'm going to trounce her. <laughs> we go through the same thing, and this time I there's no fear of me. I've grown some. I'm a now I'm a man, right? Um, but, you know, you're still learning. And the funny thing was, which she says that uh, at the end of it. And all the family are going, oh, Mr. College Education. Because nobody in my family graduated high school, let alone get a master's. And I remember thinking, what do I say to such a pity And I looked up to God, and I said, oh, my God, what do I say? And I hear this voice that kind of says, you've got to think like her. And I'm going, are you nuts? Are you crazy? And then this thought came to me that was so perfect and so wonderful that I said, and I I thought, I don't, I didn't know you thought that way. And I turned and I looked at her and I said, that's okay, mom. There's going to be some in the other place too. (laughs) (laughs) Now, and then later on I learned, it's, it's a, it was, my life was a process of reclaiming my right to assert my truth. Without the rebellion, the pure, this is my truth, you know. uh, If I were to do it now as who I am after, you know, the man that doesn't have to bend over backwards, because I was still bending over backwards. I was still playing her game.
0: Right, right. the balance wasn't there.
1: Yeah, I was still in her trenches. She was defining the game, and I couldn't even see it. Mm. These days, I would probably say to my mother, I am so sorry that whatever happened to you, Mm-hmm. made you so afraid of anybody who's different, you know, and I would leave it at that. It's a, it's a process. And so when, if you're out there and you're listening to this, if you've gone through that physical abuse, just start looking for the thing that you did that to survive is often your limiting suit as well. Cause bending over backwards the rest of my life was uh, A horrible way to go through my relationships. Now I can create a full love because I can properly assert, and all couples have to assert with each other, lest there be resentment. And that was what was kind of big before.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. You know, as with everybody, I'm so sorry you had that experience. And as with everybody... It gave you a springboard to being the absolute best you can be because it allowed you to say, I know what I don't want. I know what I don't want to experience and I know what I don't want to pass along. And however long that journey takes us is a worthwhile journey. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Oh, it is. You know, I actually, I look back now and I realize that some part of me has gained so much. I can sit in the chair and when I'm with a client, and I can, without projecting, I can have real empathy. I understand it at a granular level, so I can help them navigate it. Uh, it's been a gift on the other side of, of reclaiming that what I call a right to a certain, a right to create my own experience. Um, you know, whatever what happened back there, there's always a, a deeper purpose that you can find in it, and that becomes the the superlative value of it. Not that we value the experience, but we value the lesson from the experience.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your story with me. You know, it reminds me of a little story of my own mom. You know, we're talking about hijackal parents. So it happened to, to us today. We're talking about hijackal parents. But, you know, I remember my mom used to come home with these great victories, you know, like I trounced that person or I ruined their day or I told them like it was. And one day she came home and she said, you know, I really took the wind out of her sails. And. I heard that repeatedly over my my youth and finally I was about 15 and I had one of those moments of awareness like you had and I just looked at her and I said, you know, I don't know why you're so happy about taking the wind out of her sails when it would be so much easier to take your sail out of her wind.
1: Mm, I love that.
0: (laughs) And my mother did not know what to do with that. You know, just did not what because basically what you were talking about in your learning and what I learned in mine was a kind of non resistance. Yeah, like there is no point trying to better or fight with or confront this energy. We have to become who we are, and these experiences, if we allow them to and if we get the help, will allow us to have the best life possible for ourselves. So thanks so much for sharing your story, Gary.
1: Oh, it's been a pleasure.
0: My guest today is Dr. Gary Salyer. You can learn more about him at GarySalyer.com, dot rcom He is a therapist. He's written books, but he's writing a wonderful book that will be out this year, 2018, called Safe to Love Again. And, you know, whether or not you're writing books and you're a therapist or whether you are anywhere in your life's journey, all of these things apply. Things have happened to us, and we need to acknowledge them. We need to move through them and move on to what's possible for us. And I hope this segment, It Happened to Me, helps you relate to the fact that you're not alone. And if you'd like to tell your story, you can submit it on a form. Just go to forrelationshiphelp.com. That's H-E-L-P forrelationshiphelp.com slash submit. Thanks again and join us for It Happened to Me.